When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yep, it's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. Vulcathos, I have never prayed to you before. I ask you, grant me one request. Improve my MMR. This is core. You, death by Snoo Snoo. Yeah, you know what she's praying for? A bigger announcement than we were led to believe at BlizzCon <laughs> for Diablo. Mm. Uh, well, we maybe will talk about that a little bit. I, I you know, have you, if you haven't recently experienced anybody tempering expectations, if that's a thing you haven't had to go through, I think uh-huh. uh, today is a good example of what it means to temper one's expectations. Uh, so thank you, Blizzard, I think, for tempering our expectations, or I hate you forever for tempering our expectations also i need to be right one of these years i need i need i need it i can't just be telling people all the time how a new diablo game is coming out and then you guys don't do it like i know well, there's announcements i'm saying it you'll eventually be right all right john bo you have a thought what's your thought i have a thought what if uh cause, you know it's blizzard they have a, the games have a long tail what if we get that third x back or second x back uh, I mean, that's where my expectations have moved to. I would say, if I'm being honest, that's interesting. A couple of heroes, I'd be fine new with content, a, new, a new spruce up the engine a bit, maybe give people some new animations and polish. I'd be fine with all of this if they if they right. truly come out and say, "Hey, second expansion, 
this many years after what was it 2014 for reaper of souls and they're like yo here we go 2019 you're gonna get to play uh reaper of more souls or whatever it is fine Mm, that's fine that'll tide me over that's fine but if it's just another character pack not exciting if it's another diablo project maybe exciting but every year since the beginning of blizzcon when they have the main mythic stage right after the keynote is available for whatever game it's always a big deal and that's who it is this year so either it's the either there's just nothing else for any other games to be a big deal and and diablo just happens to be there or they're they're today they're just throwing dirt in our eyes to make us be distracted because really they do have a big deal to announce that day or or it's a new ip and then after the announcement the diablo booth gets the bulldozer comes out and just runs over the diablo booth <laughs> and then up springs the new ip booth i mean it could happen here's the thing though didn't they the year they did uh overwatch they 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 didn't even say what the what the time was for they didn't label it so yeah. it just oh, okay. big chunk of time and said there'll be something there and then when it was over, it was like, oh, this brand new thing that Metzen just came out and introduced that we hadn't heard of before. Now that's what the stage is for. In this case, they've just straight up labeled it Diablo What's Next. And I don't know, man. I don't know how to feel. I don't know how to feel right now. I don't know how I, to feel. It, it can't be just a hero. It can't be a mobile game. It can't be something weird. It has it to be, be more. It has to be it's more, weird. right? It has to be more, right? Right? I yeah. don't know. They so, just told you to temper expectations. Yeah, but they didn't. Right, even... which so- it sounds like tempering means stop saying Diablo Four. Yeah, okay. it, you know, and so, but there, I could Scott specifically. The, yeah. the, the only yeah, Scott stop <laughs> saying Diablo Four. That's the translation of that. It, no, like because here's the one disappointing aspect of Reaper of Souls was the ending cinematic. Yeah, you kill Malthiel and you get a oh, Nephilim. They're too powerful. What's going to happen? To be continued, like. Going to Diablo Four from that kind of kind of sucks, yeah. and Diablo Four has this high these high quality CGI c- cinematics between acts, and then at the end of the expansion, it was like a hand drawn parchment thing. Looks great, but not I was expecting the high tier for the end, like at the end of the original Diablo Four. Right. So there's like an unfinished paint stroke mm-hmm. in this. In this, so maybe it's uh, like you said, uh, more uh, re- the. Reaping of souls right souls soulsy more soulsy than ever here's the thing though <laughs> they did that leak with the store with the uh the reign of terror diablo item that got leaked and then pulled that's still pretty weird um they have uh uh we know that they've, they've as much as admitted, admitted today there are multiple teams working on multiple projects today it's entirely possible they're saying don't quit saying diablo 4 because it is indeed called I don't know, Diablo Reign of Terror or Diablo Eternal or Diablo something. And it's just like their ser- game as a service Diablo game from here and forever on. And they're just deflecting today. I, I, sure. I know yeah. that's hopeful. I know that's me being overly, you know, like, oh, I got to see the bright side of this. Because I can't look at the dark side of it. The dark side sucks eggs. I'm not into the dark side. The dark side sucks. Mobile game. <laughs> Listen, John. I, I, John. I honestly don't think they do that to it. Oh, well. Eh, I think they RPG might do it to mobile. John because John John would be the perfect guy for a Diablo, or you know, for some kind of mobile announcement, dude. How pissed would you be, seriously? Oh, it would be and- like this: they go, "We're announcing 
Diablo. What would be a good mobile name, real quick? Diablo. F U John. Diablo. F U John. We're we're announcing Diablo Mobile, and you'd hear and people be very excited. Woo woo! And then it get quiet. You just hear crap. I <laughs> would be you saying crap That'd in the corner. Me. Can I? Can be, I get a Diablo Mo? Diablo Mo. Diablo Mobile. All right. Diablo Mobile. I like it. Diablo Mobile. Diablo Mobile. Diablo Mobile. We'll find it. Yeah, we'll Diablo Mobile. We'll get it. Get a British guy to say it'll sound good. If we keep digging, we'll eventually get there. John, I'd like I'd like to maybe wonder what would it be like if on the battlefield uh, uh, some far off uh, uh, northern uh, Yankee soldier got news that that perhaps Diablo is not coming in the way they thought it would, and I wonder what that might sound like in letter form. Let's find out. My dearest Martha, today I write to you with a smile in my heart. You see, war is hell, Martha. I watched poor Murky yesterday be torn to pieces by a robot dinosaur. (laughs) I held his little green body in my arms as he spoke his final words to me. And Martha broke my heart. But I find peace with this loss because soon, in just a couple weeks, we're going to hear about Diablo 4. Martha, I can't wait. It's my favorite game series. I know it's weird that we play games out here on the battlefield, but just bear with me. It's what we do. We have to unwind somehow. Get off my case. But I digress. Anytime we're going to hear about it. And I'm sorry, what? Well, shit. Martha, I don't know why I wrote that part down in my letter to you, but uh, turns out I'm extremely disappointed in that I was told that I shouldn't get too excited because it turns out I got excited months ago, Martha. That was when the excitement was there. And telling me now doesn't do a whole lot for me. Yours in eternal disappointment, King Dibbles 37. It's very early in the show for this, like drinking vodka in the morning, but I felt like we had to do it. We had to get it out there. Nice work. Well done. I like your murky. Yeah, your dying murky is pretty good, I have to admit. Um, all right. Where the hell are we? What are we doing? Oh, <laughs> hey, uh, uh, Halloween ended, ended yesterday, the Halloween event, didn't it? Did it, it end? Did. Okay. Well, I got some news for you guys. Hold on a second. Let me check my watch. <laughs> Um, I don't know what Heroes of the Storm is using for a calendar, but by my watch, it's uh, the 17th of October, and we have all the way up until uh, the 31st until we can say Halloween's over. So what's what's up with that? Any theories as to why that was a, such a shorty? And I guess they announced it this way, but I still don't understand why why so short. Yeah, I mean, I guess the joke's kind of on me a little bit because I didn't pay attention to the dates and I foolishly assumed that the Halloween event would last at least until Halloween. Yeah, Uh, It doesn't. It's gone. It's done. I hope you got your mount. I didn't. I'm a little sad. Uh, But it's... My understanding, from what I've heard, uh, 
is that it was to avoid the window of nonstop events that can happen this time of year where it goes Halloween into uh, BlizzCon into uh, Thanksgiving and the sales that go around there into Christmas and Winter's Veil vale into New Year's. Oh. And that people were getting fatigued by every week is a new holiday event of some kind. That's what I heard. I don't know if that's true. Hmm. Uh, I think maybe that when your event correlates to a date on a calendar, you should maybe try to be near the calendar date. But I don't know. There's also the fact that we're going to be, you know, a lot of us are going to be traveling for BlizzCon in that time. So yep. Yep. if they had saved it for the last week in October, maybe a lot of us would be going, well, thanks a lot, Blizzard. Do it a cool event when we're all going to be traveling for the stupid thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I kind of get it. I just thought I thought we would have more time, and it turns out we didn't. Does it bum you out, Bo? Are you sad about it at all? Well, I thought John was very understanding. I think it's BS. <laughs> 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 the okay. holiday event. The holiday had these to happen on the holiday. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as simple as that. <laughs> I don't. I don't care about your corporate problems. Well, <laughs> I play okay, your game. I want the. You think I want it when it's supposed to be relevant do you think there's any chance it was not just competing with its own desire to have non-stop back-to-back sure. stuff but also other blizzard games? I, like everything john said was completely rational and totally understandable but i've got to put myself in the mind of the consumer because yeah. i am one yeah, you and are go one. it's weird yeah. it's weird it's just a weird thing don't like it is yeah. it the end of the world no mm. did i get my mount i did was <laughs> i aware of the end date mm-hmm but you know you got your mount I st- but yeah i got my mount <sighs> i mean that's great no <laughs> no i don't mean i'm not like great. disappointed in you i'm disappointed in me because you you know you got what you should have gotten and dude, we suck. you have a life and i constantly <laughs> and you're responsible when you see something that needs to be done you don't look at it and go should i need to cook dinner for my children and my family or something sure i'm gonna go play heroes sure. which would be more my tendency so right you know. well no i you've and- got a family i've got a mount i think we're okay <laughs> i think you're okay <laughs> oh that's hilarious i love it at the end of the month so what do you have at the end of october well i've got a family and well bo's got a mount <laughs> that's another dear yeah, i hate my life <laughs> <laughs> that is another good dear martha we could totally do i hate martha my life thing. so much i hate my family so much i don't have that mount yeah what was the mount anyway? Yeah. Can someone remind me what I missed out on? What did it look like? The tombstone that floats. Oh. And you get either a blue little wiggly or a red wiggly. Tell <laughs> me more about the blue wiggly. Mm. It's like a ghost. It's a ghost thing. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Now it's all yeah. clear to me. Uh, well, all right. This is all fine. Like, I, I, I meant to get it this time. I usually get it. I didn't get it this time. But... I did play a bunch of games yesterday and uh, with you guys and on and off throughout the week. Uh, we finally got this new hero. We'll talk about him in a second. We got the big demon boy, Malganus, or as I like to say, Malformed Anus. Because, mm. whoa, it's evolved. Yeah, it has yeah. it. What did I call it before? I don't remember. It was just Malganus last week. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Malformed now Anus. Now it's Malformed Anus. Um, sometimes uh, when <laughs> I've been playing Black Ops a little bit. Playing the battle royale mode, which is really good, by the way. It's kind of like the best thing. Ever. Is the battle royale called Blackout? It's called Blackout. Yeah, and I saw and a tweet that was like, "We should initial it, Bobo." Yeah. <laughs> here's here's what I would say about that about that thing is 
if uh, imagine PUBG, yeah. but not janky, if that makes any sense. Like, yep, total sense. It, PUBG yeah. is super janky. Yeah, it's really janky, and this game is not janky. It's it's a polished, you know, clearly giant studio working on long running series with lots of smart people making it. Is it is it a lot like PUBG in some ways? Absolutely, but at the end of the day, it's like a really well made, polished, ready to go out of the gate day one sort of experience and it's really good but anyway the point is i'm playing that and the guy's voice when he talks about the circle closing in will say um circle collapse eminent find shelter or something like that and in my head i hear uh anal prolapse eminent find shelter is what i hear <laughs> now haven't we They're talked not really about that close we <laughs> no it's not but we've talked about <laughs> anal prolapse on the show before if i'm not yeah okay yeah. I don't. Famously. I won't so do it Google again. Man. I just wanted to put it out there that either this show or you guys or somehow I just that's all I can hear when I hear them say that circles closing. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. I like that. I like yeah. those little things. Like we have them in heroes all the time. Um, well, I guess it's not really mishearing, but Arthur says finally. Yeah. And I keep singing finally <laughs> every time he says that yeah i was gonna say that and the not... i am eternal thing is from is the same deal you know malgana says i'm eternal yeah. and everyone thinks it's i'm a turtle i'm a turtle oh. is that what people <laughs> yeah. think think yeah yeah oh. the, I, I miss this in hearthstone usually that hearthstone stuff when it gets meme level like elephants guide me everyone knows that right mm-hmm. um but that one i hadn't heard and i played malganis the card a ton yeah. during whatever expansion he came out yeah, yeah he, so he thinks he's a turtle. It was a while Every back. time he dies, it makes me happy because when he comes back, he always comes back and goes, I am Malganis. I am a turtle. It's <laughs> pretty good. It is pretty good. A turtle made it to the Nexus, they should say. <laughs> we did it. Um. Anyway, all these references are making sense to somebody. But um, he's out. Uh, that is to say Malganis, Gainus. Have we decided Gainus or Gainus? I mean, I keep do you want Gannis. the funny answer or the right answer? The right answer. I want the real one. The What's it's the... Malganis. Okay, it is Malganis. All right. Yeah. Just making sure. Or you could just call him Malcolm, too. Malcolm Gant- Malcolm Annis. <laughs> what if Malcolm McDowell was a hero in Heroes of the Storm? Why not? That's fine. He got stuck in the space ribbon in uh, Star Trek That's... Generations. That is literally the only movie I think of him as being in. That's all I think of when you bring him up. Even though I know about Clockwork Orange, I know about a million other things that he is important for and were a big deal in, but I can't think of anything but space ribbon version of him. That's that all. and the time he was on South Park where it cuts to him and he's sitting in a chair and he goes, good evening, <laughs> I am a British person, <laughs> and then starts reading a book. I forgot about that. That was him, wasn't it? Yeah. It was a while ago. Uh, anyway. Okay, so he's out. And let's talk about how yeah. he plays. I got a chance to play some games on my own, and I played a couple with you guys as him. Um, finally feeling like I'm getting my my uh, my bearings with him. And I think he's really, really fun. Uh, last night, as much as I am loath to admit it, just kidding, Ryan. I think you're fine. But Ryan gave me a tank build for him that I think works pretty good, which we could talk about if we want, but... We lost that game, so I don't know how good it was, but um, it does bring up this question. As fun as he is, as bruisery as he is, uh, kind of crazy, lightning-fast, wacky stuff to do with him, can he, in our opinion, either individually or collectively, can he main tank a match, or or is he relegated to second tank? I mean, anybody can main tank if the rest of the group tries hard enough. 
It's a good point, right? Isn't that Sounds true? like a no. It does sound but like yes, a no. that's the actual answer, I think, is a no. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's an ideal main tank. I think he certainly gets closer to the role than some, but I think he works better as a bruiser, and he he does okay. He's pretty easily countered, and a lot of people are picking his counters right now, and I think that's part of the problem at the moment. Who's a big uh, counter right now? Like, who would you say is your best counter on him? Uh, anybody who can... Uh, nullify healing. So Ana is very strong against him because a lot of that, a lot of that sustain that he has comes from his ability to heal himself, yeah. and she can just limit it, if not completely nullify it. Anybody who has a lot of stun is going to really ruin his day. Both of his ults are channeled. His little dash through you and put you to sleep has a channeled moment. There's a lot of abilities of his that you can interrupt. Um, and I, I think all of that kind of makes for a kit that, that isn't great in the main tank role. Um, it would require, I think, if you end up in that role, I think your your friends and allies are just going to be playing a lot harder to try to help you facilitate that role uh, than they need to if you picked a, a better main tank choice. Sure. Um, well, I, I mean... Bo, let's hear Bo's take on that. You, you agree? Not very main tank. Um, I think he's not a not a tank. Whoa! Period. Not a tank. Period. This is some dark shite. Let's hear more. Give me more, please. What else? So he plays. He plays a lot like a Sonya or a Tannis. He's got the sustain in his trait, um, and he is aggressive and wants to do damage. The big drawbacks were he's got a solid stun on the Q, but it's the third proc, which requires some finagling. Like, you can get a Q on a Muradin, or you can get a stun on a Q with uh, ETC right off the bat. So, like, you know, in comparison to other tanks who would have a Q with a stun on it, he's got to do some finagling, and he also kind of needs Q for damage and mobility, so there's a lot of tension put on that, making it not ideal, but you would say, well, what do the other abilities do that would make them good tanking abilities? Well, there's the sleep thing. So the sleep thing gets interrupted a lot, and not even intentionally. You get hit with a power, um, like a, a W from ETC. You get nailed with pretty much anything, and it goes on a short cooldown, but you get knocked out of it, and you can't do it. That it sleeps people, which sleeping is... They can be woken up. A stun is a stun. They can get cleansed, but that's not a big cooldown. A sleep, a little minion prickle will... Oh, it get, takes nothing. So, yeah, it takes nothing it with takes him. nothing. So yeah. sleep is also not super reliable as a stun. It also, I believe, has a brief channel before you start it up. So there is option to counterplay again. Not super reliable. It's powerful, but it's more powerful when you're not in the middle of a, a team fight where everyone can see you and is pummeling you to death. Mm-hmm. Finally, his last tank ability, which is derp, conf- derp confer- uh, conversion. <laughs> uh, <it> gets- <laughs> Hold on, Bo. Wait, wait. Yeah, I want you to hear what that's. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Continue. All right. Sorry. All right. Um, so, derp conversion um, <laughs> is a very strong ability that has built-in drawbacks because it is so strong the ideal scenario is hey i'm going i'm going to get myself real low in this team fight well guess who you're fighting the tank tank the other enemy team tank often doesn't have a lot of life because your team's pummeling it too 
So then you're like, well, I got to find someone with full health. There's Rainer. He's healing himself. He's got a lot of health. I got to walk all the way over to him. Okay, so I put myself in more danger to get that full health back. Still worth it? Maybe. Oh, wait, I got a channel. Oh, it got interrupted. I'm on 10 second cooldown. Well, no health for me. I'm dead. Mm. <laughs> and finally, it's not instant. And thirdly, it doesn't kill anything. So it doesn't, you know, it, the idea behind derp conversion is to bring you back from being behind. But in practice, the way the limitations imposed on it are right now is that you cannot reliably get the turkey off. You walk into the team fight, you eat a few stuns. I need that R. No, that guy that has the health bar that I need is just out of range. Let me get to him. Oh, I got it. Shit. Oh, I got hit with another thing. I got knocked out of it. Whatever. Like it's in practice, very improbable. In a 1v1, it's amazing. Yeah. But that's not what we're doing in the game if we're really trying to tank. So self-ancestral not very good not when you compare it to the other one which is kind of like johanna's falling sword it has that same it's a mix of samuro's swingy blade and, and this falling sword and um and it's pretty good and awesome but all that to be said then you're not taking a tanking alt in that point right the talents I still I find his talents very confusing they're kind of like my ev style where they're very small incremental gains that probably contribute a lot, but it's not readily apparent in my mind. So the only one that uh, is a slam dunk pick for me is Blind as a Bat, which is the, I mean, this hero's great. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I'm really liking Malganis, but to me, he's like a Sonya, Chen, Artanis, Sustainy, Damage, Interference running kind of character. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I, I don't... So you're not you, down. You're, probably, you're not down on him as a fun. No, no, no. Fun factor You'll wise, see, you, just... I think he's a bruiser. I think you will see him as a solo tank for a while, and he may fill a role like, you know, some tanks do in more casual matches. You may, you may serve just fine. Mm-hmm. But if we're gonna go to team league right now and be like, let's do Malganis solo tank, yeah, I'd be like, no, let's not do that. Let's not, <laughs> let's not go there. I mean, it's like being Chen. When you're Chen, it's like, oh, I'm going to drink, get value from my trade, and everyone stuns the crap out of you, and it's you're all over the place, and, and you don't really have a ton of peel. Mm-hmm. So my experience so far, and like I've been playing him stupidly, not like a tank, yeah, and it's been feeling good. So I don't know. Well, I get a, I get, I get a definite, and I don't play Diablo very much, and John does, so maybe you can speak to this, John. But I, I get a very Diablo uh, kind of vibe out of him in terms of like bullying in. If you if you pull off the th- the third hit really well, you're just you know disrupting things and causing causing pain and and stuff. And then you know E is really good for getting out of stuff if you can handle the wind up. So Bo's absolutely right. Like if that was instant, I think I'd appreciate E more because yeah. it's a good get out of dodge move, but it has this wind up that is that sucks. You'll die on the wind up is what I'm saying. And yeah, so and you don't travel instantly. It takes right. some time. Like if by the time you wind up, they've made some distance from you. So then you got to like, come here, come here. I want to s- sleep now. You know, it takes a while to get there. Yeah. Uh, and and it's the first day of the hero. After after a month, everyone's going to know the telltale signs. That as soon as you start sleep flying, they're going to knock you out of your fly, you know? Yeah. Uh, John, do you? Uh, how do you take my, my comparison to Diablo? Does it feel like that at all to you? I think there are some definite similarities to the the bully nature, the just get in there and kind of go crazy, and Diablo is kind of the same way in that regard. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of them also very reliant on what your team does with your over-aggression, 
Uh, so that's a big part of it as well, you know, because it's just like Diablo. If he goes charging in and goes ham and nobody's there to actually do the damage he's looking for, then he just, you know, he's a big bully in the middle of a bunch of enemies who beat him up. And it's sort of the same thing with Malganus. Yeah. So I like him too. Um, I definitely don't want to come across like I'm being harsh on him. I'm being critical of his ability to main tank, but I think he's a super fun hero. Yeah. The fun factor is definitely there. It'll be interesting to see what they do with him uh, initial patch wise and things like that. I haven't looked at win rates or any of that stuff, but um, he, he grabbed me pretty quick. Like the, just his kit is, I think is really fun Yeah, as a tank, you know, who knows, but as a, just a character that feels good, he's definitely got that going for him. And I, I found him to be pretty survivable in my solo games, but that may have been from my perspective, from my team's perspective, I may have been escaping a lot. I don't know. I probably was. Well, Q, Q is fun. Like sometimes I just use the Q for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just be walking. I'm like, huh, 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 huh. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm like, why did I do that? It burnt mana. Oh, well. Yeah, it's really good. I had to, I had to keep reminding myself though, that when you do the first swing, you get the little timer, second swing, new timer, and then you want to nail that third swing or else you've wasted it. And so there's a little bit of strategy with that. And that mm-hmm. took me a while to get used to. For a long time, I was just like, hurry up and spend all the swings and hit Q as fast as I humanly can. And I'm not sure that was the best way to learn him. But yeah, There's a oh. nice little talent. It's on the same tier as Blind as a Bat, so I haven't played it a lot. I think it's on, no, it's on 7, where you have to press Q, then auto, then press Q, then auto. And you get increased damage when you auto attack in between your Qs. Mm-hmm just i think an interesting it just goes to your point that it's not just about spamming q but queuing and autoing gracefully like a musical song yeah like Plus a musical his song. cooldown runs behind that so mm-hmm. if you actually let those timers run down you have it's the same amount of time overall but technically oh, really? you have less time by the time you finish so the timer doesn't time. trigger once the third queue it's I once the first i believe that's the case mm-hmm. uh, okay interesting i was i'll say we'll say 80 percent sure <laughs> you're walking about 80 80 that's a strong percentage john i just don't want an email saying i was period wrong. oh <laughs> <laughs> at all i do no. not want a email no one send me one it's <laughs> <laughs> the last thing i want today is an email um all right well it's he's cool people should play him check him out see what you think i happen to have half the gems i needed um, which got, reminded me how much I hate gems because I would have liked to have just said, oh, I only need five bucks for this $10 hero or 15 or whatever it is or what it used to be. Instead, I had to go get the minimum amount of gems, which was another $10. And I just kind of hate that because that means my, spent, my real money sitting in some bank earning uh, interest for Blizzard. I, <laughs> I hate that. I spent $10 too because I wanted meat wagons. Oh, meat wagon. Not about the meat wagon. Do you get the meat wagon in the bundle, or what's the deal there with the meat there wagon? There is a meat wagon bundle. There is a big like bunch of characters and skin bundle that comes with meat wagons. You can buy them for shards. Uh, you can do a lot of. You can get meat wagons in a lot of ways. So I just had a very funny reaction to something something that just got typed in the chat. Um, Royal Mile wrote, "I still have a hundred thousand gold." That made me want to jump through the chat room and rob him. That's what that made me want to do. Because it's such a premium now. It's like so hard to earn. It takes forever. And when you spend it, it's gone. Ugh. 
Well, sometimes, like, I'm, yeah, like, I never have any, but some people who, I guess, never bought Master Skins. Yeah. Have a ton. I always blew mine up. I think I've spent a million gold on Master Skins. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. I bought really? a lot of Master Skins. I bought a lot no. of re-rolls. How much do you think you spent? Like, if you looked it's at... T- it's it's 10,000 gold for a Master Skin in the mm-hmm. old system. Correct. Yeah. And I had about 30 Master Skins. So that's so 30, like three hundred thousand, three hundred thousand gold. Oh my gosh, though, there, seriously. I've and now spent you a just get them. Ton of gold on master skins. And now you just get them. They're like a hundred charts now. <laughs> I spent eight thousand gold to get the Overwatch announcer yesterday for some reason. Why? You don't even play Overwatch. I don't know. I like her voice. I guess. Oh, the robot lady. Yeah. 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 What's her name? Seventy-seven or something. What's her Cortana. name? Doris. Cortana, no, yeah, it's Athena. 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 It's, it's not. Athena. It's not Doris. It's not Cortana. Doris. I love that it would be Cortana. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Chief. Hey. That'd be weird, right? Yeah. She just showed up. I wouldn't turn it. I wouldn't turn it away. No, she was all right too. Yeah, she was cool. I like Cortana. I like Master Chief. I liked Halo back when I liked it. Um. Hey, we got Good. some other news. I'm glad you liked Halo <laughs> back when you liked it. <laughs> exactly. Now, something happened, as it often does, like almost right after we recorded a show, and that is the departure of game lead Alan DeBerry, uh, who's out. He's not out of Blizzard, though. He's just out of the Heroes team. He's moving to another team within Blizzard, another secret team that nobody knows about that's probably got uh, Tom Chilton, Corey Stockton, uh, Brian Holinka or whoever the hell else working on it because all these guys have gone on to these weird secret little projects in the company secrets. yeah big time secrets so I mean first of all I was racking my brain before the show trying to think of what we could predict about him or where he might be it's entirely possible that this grand Diablo game that may or may not get announced could be having a little bit of a um, a growth spurt with some some of their top designers or it could be something wholly, completely different. Nobody knows for sure. Um, but he's had some experience within Blizzard outside of the Heroes team that makes him pretty versatile. He's kind of done a whole lot of stuff. But I feel like he just got on there. Hasn't it only been like a year, maybe a little more? It's been since 2.0, which was March 20, or that was around March 2017 when we went to the summit and it was before then maybe around BlizzCon it was his first BlizzCon that year yeah. so so really like a I year and a half say, so that would be 2016 BlizzCon so it'd be about two years I, th- I think it'd be about two years but he I mean Dustin I don't know a lot of what was said back when Browder stepped down was that he was actually running the show for quite a while before Browder announced yeah that that he had been already doing that role so what we see publicly and what they had internally, we can only guess that, but it sounded like it was a little longer for, for Sabiri. Sure. I mean, so I think he's been on the, with the project. This project was in development for several years before. So, I mean, he's been with the project for a long time, I would say, for his career, it sounds like. So. Oh, yeah. I think he's been there long before we probably even knew the final name of the game. But when he's mm. when he's uh, so with him gone, we don't know who the heir apparent is though. That's one thing they didn't announce. Usually with these sorts of so things, they'll do that. He though. mentioned Ko Milker a lot, and certainly we've seen Ko on the main stage doing the um, opening ceremony. Yeah. I think last year we've seen him before. I think even the year before, potentially maybe I don't remember. Yeah. But he's usually he's the one you see. Now he's a producer on the game. I think no, he's in maps. I can't remember. Huh. 
he doesn't seem I, I don't know maybe he he isn't it's just that he was the one that he mentioned a lot in Debiri's uh, departure letter so that would be why I would guess that but I mean mm. I don't know yeah I don't know I'm sad to see him go just because I feel like we just it feels but like we just got him but I know that's not true I, I got a chance to meet him at the media summit I was nervous so I didn't really talk about the game with him I just we just I just had like you know regular small talk like when you sleep like oh weather how's the weather <laughs> Man, working's tough, you know, working time. How's this California this like, weather? Hmm. No, it wasn't even that. It was just like, oh, it's so hard to work, find all the time to do all the things you want to do. Work, your life is tough. And it was a nice, pleasant interaction. And, and it was great. And I flattered he took the time to even speak to me. But um, it was, uh, you know, it wasn't about the game or anything or shattering. Which is, I was like, why didn't I just have anything meaningful to say? Like, my mind blanked completely on anything here as the storm. Though yeah there's nothing um, better than a story about a celebrity where you're like yeah i met them oh really what'd you talk about i said uh, i walked up to him i said you see the shrimp over there and they went yeah <laughs> yeah but he was a nice individual and certainly i've always been pleased to see him on the game but i wanted to know if you think this game needs someone on a kaplan broad level public facing certainly Games don't need that kind of thing, but Blizzard IPs kind of have this, I want to say, like, dual identity. Like, some some of the IPs, uh, like, the forward-facing celebrity game designer is, like, a much-desired thing. Yeah. And I think it actually does a lot for the game that Jeff Kaplan does what he does and Ben Brode did what he did and those personalities. You know, Chris Metzen even yeah. were out there yeah. championing the company and being, fa- being a public a face. Yeah. And... Browder was like Browder was a great face, but he wasn't out there that much, and neither was Debiri. And I'm, I'm kind of wondering. I'm like, well, you know, do we have an opportunity to have someone that we can make memes out of? <laughs> and is that important for our game? Does that yeah. help grow our game? I don't know. What yeah. do we? What do? It's what probably, do we hope for? That'd be a funner. That'd be a fun, um, broader discussion about that aspect seemed, of this. Like, does it, it help the game? Like the le- least ahead. important thing, right? Yeah, it seems like it, right? But I, I mean, on the one hand. <laughs> It used to be these guys were just nerds in a room making a thing and nobody knew who they were. And now, I think largely due to the way Blizzard does things, they are celebrities in their own right. And they have a fame attached to them that they maybe didn't ever think they would have in their line of work. I I know that that's... I've heard this exact thing from Metzen. Greg Street told me that once. Like, none of them expect this part of it, uh, this part of the job. But I think it's... Uh, the way the sort of the internet is now and the way we have access to everybody, I think that's just the way it is now. Like the guys that run these games, the gals that run these games, they are all, um, you know, they're in the limelight in a way that they never have been before. And either they're really out in front of it or they're not, or I mean, who knows internally if they're encouraged to be or not? I don't know. Well, what um, do you think of, see, Ian is the one that really throws me. People like people like him, yeah. Yeah. And he's a smart guy. I love I love listening to him talk. But I feel like I'd never want to get into a fender bender with this guy. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, what? what, Because he be mean or something, or rude, or what? Just he's got an intensity to him. Like I think it's not a bad thing. It's just he has this personality where he's like public face, and he's like, "Don't mess with me." Hmm. (laughs) You know? I don't know. I just have like I'm putting on this nice, like you know, I'm public facing nicety, but really, I'm. You cross me and that's it. So like I just always get this feeling from, from him, especially when he sits with Laura and Laura's so nice. And he's actually nice and personable, but there's just a sense of this personality. 
Yeah. I don't know. Like, he's but very I like intense. that he's out there, yeah. even with that person. Like, I'd rather him be who he was than be like, all right, what's going on with World of Warcraft? Da, da, da. Like, leave that for the weird hosts they get on, you know, to do other things. Like, yeah. He doesn't seem like a, you know, a happy, this is a kid's television show kind of guy. He's very down to business and brass tacks. And and I felt like maybe Dabiri was more in that vein, you know, like we could get him a little more uh, public facing and, and generating hype, even if it didn't have to be like the Bren Brode style from sure. that school. Well, I mean, in his but, case, he was a lawyer before working at Blizzard. Uh, um, they found him because he was this amazing raid leader and guild leader that was doing stuff uh, in the game. And they were watching him do these things and, you know, reached out to him and all that. And it eventually turned into this guy running the game itself, which is crazy, but um that's, that's not unusual correct. either because you got guys like well i think bo's going down the down the down the turlet there did you hear that yeah he's oh bo's now he's coming now he's speeding up <laughs> it's really weird looking when he speeds up he's like the girl from the ring or something i don't like it anyway uh so <laughs> is, that, is that doing anything <laughs> no now it's it's all normal speed now so i uh, can't really uh. tell um, what I was going to say is Greg Street is another example of that. The dude was a marine biologist um, before he got into to, uh, game design and development and, and stuff. And um, I don't know if you've played, if anyone here or anyone recently has uh, just gone back and taken a look at um, any of the Age of Empires games. That was kind of his big first thing. Um, oh, I loved Age of Empires 2. Oh, I, I did too. so, so many good. hours to Age of Empires 2. Such a good game. The problem is I played it like Civilization, though. Like, I was rarely, like, in an RTS. For me, it was, like, build my rad town with my cool walls and yeah, and just turtle up my, my yeah, Civilization. Yeah, I mean, that's how you know it was made by a marine biologist. Yeah, it's true. All I wanted to do was turtle. Yeah, and it, and I would I would make it... I think I may have said this on the show before, but I would... I've, I've told the story somewhere, but I would go into that game and I would do a custom uh, AI match and the AI player I would knock down to the lowest possible. And the only reason I'd even have him on the map is because the game made me have him. Yeah. I'd put him on the lowest possible thing. I'd give me every advantage possible. And then I'd start that game. And he was just incidental. Like, who cares about the guy out there, you know, AI in a way through the game? I would just spend my time putting up walls and making sure my houses were all equal and cool from each other and that the farms mm-hmm. were all very active and... I played it the wrong way. <laughs> I don't yeah. think I was supposed to play it that way, but I did. Hey, uh, like it was the Sims, yeah. like Sim, like a Sim City almost. Or yeah, something like that. yeah. I played it like Sims or Civilization or. You know what my friends and I used to do in the original Mario Kart is we would go into battle mode where you've got the three little balloons, right? And we would pick the one that was just like. It was div- it was just a big square with a bunch of square lanes all around it. I remember that one. And we would just go in and find as many green turtle shells as we could and just shoot them down the lanes and then drive through the lanes and see who could avoid all the green <laughs> shells that are just going do 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 down the lane. <laughs> and that was all we would do. There's no fighting. If you got a red shell, you shot it into a wall. Yeah. And like those were not allowed. You could put down uh banana peels. That yeah. was okay. Yeah. So there were certain things that were allowed, but mostly it was just about avoiding green shells. I love and it. that was all we did. And it was a it was a mode that we thought was the most fun. And when I think about it now, I think we waste hours. <laughs> it's not even a mode. Hours just driving down a lane humming Star Wars songs because it reminded us of the Death Star Trench. 
uh, feeling cool about ourselves. I it's, love that uh, though. That's okay. You play video games, man. That's, that's yeah. what you want. Um. So anyway, where are we? Oh, point no, is the beer leaving. Yeah, the beer leaving. It's sad, and uh, but we don't know who's going to replace him, and I'm sure it's you know the game's going to continue to move on, and they'll have somebody else in charge, and just like they always do with these things. So that's. End of an era. So, uh, cheers to the beer. Yeah, cheers yes. to the beer, everybody. Hold your water bottle drink, with so, uh, thumbs up. Yeah, thumbs yeah. way up. Uh, may whatever you're working on next be rad. And I can't wait to hear what all you guys are working on. Freaking those guys, they won't, and they're so tight lipped about it. I spent years getting to know those guys. I know Brian Holinka well enough that I thought he could tell me, but nope. They, <laughs> they won't say a word, any of them. They're all about it. Which is fine. I get it. But I want to, I so bad want to know what all these projects are. It's killing me. Oh, yeah. And it feels like there, there are more projects on the go than that we potentially know about than we've ever done. Like, oh, yeah. I feel like back in the StarCraft, you know, StarCraft was getting asked, like, what are they doing? Who knows? But now it's like, this guy's on a secret project. This guy's on a secret project. It's like, there's 50 secret projects happening. Oh, yeah. There's no way. It's maddening. (laughs) It's like the most insane. You know, the the big question is they've never really detailed what this um, incubator program is that the, uh, what's his name, Adham started when he came back. And that makes it sound like it could be, you know, a a bunch of cubicles full of these guys just throwing darts at the wall and finding new games and then saying, Ooh, this is one that sticks. Let's keep working on it. Yeah. That one doesn't really hold up. Let's not work on it. Like, I don't know. I don't know what that looks like. I know they've got enough money to do that, but I don't know. It's just, to me, it's just so exciting. And I want them to say something at BlizzCon about all these secrets. Damn it. But to me, like the incubator stuff that there's probably a lot of stuff that never makes it to prime time. Right. Like it's a lot of experimentation. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there's tons of it. Probably tons yeah. that never sees the light of day. Stuff that'll never even be hinted at. Like <clears throat> at least with StarCraft Ghost and Titan and everything else, we knew they were working on something and then when it went away, we knew that it went away. But in I'm sure there are just countless. Uh oh, and I got that book. <clears throat> it's about World of Warcraft. Where'd it go? The diary thing that was on Kickstarter and made like five hundred grand or whatever. Oh yeah. I don't know where I yeah. put it. That thing's got some really interesting stuff in it, and I think it actually sheds light on more than just uh, weird Warcraft stuff that was going on at the time. I think it sheds light on just Blizzard in general and how they do things. And I would not be surprised if these incubators have already tossed like 10 projects in favor of something better. I mean, I wonder if they're working on a new Overwatch something. Could be. I know that seems crazy with how fairly new that game is, but that game is massive and they clearly had a bigger vision for what that game could be than what we got. Right. Um, so to like to me, there's a logic to, well, let's make a something in the Overwatch universe, whatever that might be. XCOM in the Overwatch universe. I still super want that. Yeah, uh, dude. More than just about anything. Freaking sign me up! Oh my gosh, or put it in StarCraft. I don't care. Just some mo, some uh, my voice, some game yeah. with. <laughs> With like turn-based XCOM style, oh my gosh, I'd play the living crap. I'd out play of it. a Warcraft version of that. I mean, there's an area that isn't mine. Every XCOM game is a like shooting thing. What about a, a melee only? One? Yeah, yeah. What's up with that? Why not? Oh, a... I would love that. I know, I Some, dude, with you. Something in the vein of the um, I'm, there's a new Space Hulk, Warhammer Space Hulk. Oh yeah, yeah. 
I, I never played. I didn't play the board game. I never played the original one, but it looks like they're making it a second time. And I was, I'm just like, I really want to play this game. I know. Uh, you played Space Hulk, right? Yeah, I love the space. I like any 40k games. I'm a sucker for them. even the bad ones. I buy them. I don't know what my problem is. They're, and they well, make it's, cool. it's a cool universe. Oh, I like, love it. It's my favorite universe. And Blizzard straight up admits. I mean, you know what Metzen does with his free time? He paints Warcraft for, uh, 40k figures. Like he, it's lifted right out of there for Starcraft. I guarantee yeah. it. And that's great because it's such a rich, fun, cool world. I just want to be in it. I want to be in 40K world all the time. They found a really good way to make that unique where it's like, yeah, it's lifted. But like also I, I like the, the the Southern accents and the Russians. and Yeah, that does Karens. not surprise yeah. me that that's more your speed. Yeah. Well, I mean, I dig the 40K stuff, too, but it's all very Holy Warrior, right? You know, it's very, all very, yeah. like... Yeah. Ezekiel! And, and before me, Ezekiel! Like, a lot of that stuff going on. It's like they, they poured a bit of Star Wars into StarCraft, uh, as well as the Warhammer, right? <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, there's yeah. just dirt to it. Yeah, yeah they're, and they're... Yes, they're people who can relate to. The people in, like, the Horus Heresy and all that other stuff, they're just, like, unbelievable beings of holy space light who are just, like... <laughs> Yeah, it's well, just there's something to like about that on its own, but I totally agree with you. They they you, 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 have you read up on the Marines bio like Marines Anatomy? Yeah, no, it's crazy. It's crazy. They have like thirteen stomachs. Mm -hmm. Like they just look like dudes, and then you read and like there's this hugely detailed genetic modification in their body that is not just oh he's got a third arm. It's like they've got extra livers and they've got like five lungs and they've got like all kinds of crap yeah. in their body yeah. <laughs> you never know looking at any of the games or miniatures that is like part of the lore like it's insane plus it's space religion and they're all into the space religion and and their king uh or, sorry the emperor has been kept alive artificially by the technomancers for for millennia like oh i just i, I heard it's at the cost of a thousand souls a day or something like yeah, that it's something like a thousand people yeah it's some keep alive. crazy thing like that it is Everything's yeah. so over the top. I mean, as if the name 40,000 years in the future isn't enough. <laughs> they have to like go bananas with everything else. And I can't get enough of it. Just wash it over me. Ah, so good. And what would happen if Blizzard got a hold of the 40K? I know THQ was selling it off. Well, and I guess someone else has it. But they had, um, uh, what were they working? Oh, before Orcs and Humans, they were making a Warhammer proper, like a fantasy Warhammer rts and that's what the work they put into that got oh, put into what, warcraft yeah okay that sounds familiar yeah uh, it'd, be, it'd be sort of coming full circle if they ended up getting the ip though i think blizzard's too big to bother doing that oh now i love yeah. uh the blizzard the touch on that game, I, world though. would be great yeah like what if we did starcraft versus 40k a oh. bunch of redneck marines versus a bunch of holy marines <laughs> yeah dude i'd be so good <laughs> i would love it Guys with cigars like a, going, ah, it's a bad damn time. And then you have other guys going, with me, Ezekiel, Samuel, go ahead. I shall bring the light of the emperor himself. Like, it would be the perfect juxtaposition of. like, uh, Is it like Capcom versus SNK or something like that? <laughs> like some yeah. weird thing? Like, <laughs> I love that idea so much. Yeah. They're not going to so do good. it. They'd never do it, but. Right before he gets destroyed, like, one guy's just an like, I love you, Sarge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Zerg could fight the whatever they're called. The the Zerg, the basically the Zerg in the 40K universe, whatever they are. I forget. Yeah. Anyway, those are other games. Check this out. <laughs> uh, Hero Share, Twitch Overlay, seems cool. Now, Bo's going to go all in on this thing. It's basically somebody put together, I probably give him credit but it's the hero share.net site you can guys go check it out um it did work it did it work it did 
or didn't. Uh, so, well, uh, sorry, I'll let you continue. I, I went to visit the site and then, yeah, and I narrated how it didn't work. Oh, it didn't work. Interesting. Oh, you um, mean the, well, the, just like I couldn't load up the page for some reason. Oh, you mean the website? Yeah. Oh, mine neither. Yeah, mine yeah. Neither. I spoke when we're doing a podcast. It's supposed to be professional and not speak <laughs> what I'm doing on my browser. <laughs> it's like it didn't work. My my nuts itch. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like I'm an idiot. I'm just I'm just an idiot. The dog barked. Um, I think their site is down yeah, actually because it it's getting a lot of attention. Because it was working That's earlier. So basically what this is, is, um, you know, Twitch overlays, right? It's a sweet new thing that you have for all your favorite games and you watch them and you're like, people are in chat like, what? I can't see it. What cards do you have in your Hearthstone deck, man? Or like, what's this? And they can't see it. Well, rather than ask you and any questions like that in your chat, yeah. which you don't have time to answer when you're streaming all the time, like and say it over and over again for every new person that jumps in, there's these Twitch overlays. It makes life easy. You click a button, you can see what deck they're playing it's awesome i think it's a great evolution of twitch and so once they announced extensions 500 extensions are in there not uh, not a one for heroes like uh, you know and and it makes sense fair enough so finally we have one which will show it's supposed to show talents and even like your mmr and personal stats in there if you want to display it um all kinds of information in a tab so that people can look at that and i think it's cool and i want to support it and um Here's the only problem, though. They call them overlays, and it's confusing because there's already a thing called Twitch overlays, which is just graphics and cool stuff and your little frame for your photo and, like, you know, the logo for the show I did tonight. Like, that stuff's already called Twitch overlays. They need to call it something else because this is programmatic, like, functional, interactive overlays that are funneling data from the player who's streaming to you, the watcher, and you get to see real data, real time. Like it's a totally different animal. They should really call it something else. It's annoying to me. Yeah. But anyway, that's a side yeah. thing. I, I agree. Yeah. But um, oh, sorry. That's John. like saying, hey, I made. Hey, John, check it out. Um, if you take a banana, uh, two horseshoes, and a horse or in a uh, and a pig booger, and you mush them all together, I it makes something I call a hamburger. Wow, I called it last weekend. There's already ha- <laughs> there's already hamburgers. You can't call it a hamburger. Call it something else. All right, sorry. I'll right. get off that yeah, horse. No, good point. I agree. Twitch, get on it. Yeah, what are you doing? I'm. It, this is somewhat unrelated, but kind of with us being the ones here. Uh, they're doing one of these for D&D Beyond. I'm very excited. About oh, it. that is exciting. Yeah. I like D&D Beyond good. a lot. Yeah, because yeah, that's the other thing that comes up in D&D is... Uh, Show your stats. Like I, I think I don't really pay attention during a show, but every now and then I, I do watch what uh, afterwards what the chat might have had to say during moments. Yeah, and I do see a lot of what what are your characters, what are your classes. <laughs> it's like uh, we don't have time to stop the show and talk. Tell you tell you that. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um. So it's, it's it's that's cool. It is cool. But um, heroes, I, I want to support this because it's like the only extension. It's the only person so far has put forward a thing. I want this to succeed. I think the site's down because it was posted on Reddit today, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people are just signing up for it due to the excitement. So it's down right now, but it's heroes heroesshare.net, I believe, is the address. Okay, they're now calling. Sorry, I found out that they actually do call them extensions, not overlays. So, so yeah, extensions, but it's an overlay on your video. Like right, it, right. When you go to when you go to install the extension, it asks you which overlay. <laughs> it on like you're not uh, you're not wrong like overlay is still uh wording in there but yeah 
Um, yeah, they are called extensions, but uh, like hair. it's an overlay for the Twitch video that you as a viewer can interact with rather than us make it on our on our streaming right. software. Right, which is so cool. Like that is a really cool tech, generally speaking. I'm all for it. Yeah. And I want you to make that work so you can report to us. And also, I don't have to jack up my computer doing it. And only you do. That's my thing. Yeah. Yeah. you'll take it they'll take a bullet for the team on this one bo and you'll make that function and work the rest of us can yes. rest easy and not stress about it yeah. i'm almost there i got all the steps done i think okay. it's just uh i don't know what the last step is so yeah. we'll see. all right I paid them 20 bucks for a premium subscription oh lordy so lord cool. all right a subscription yeah, how can... how often do you pay that is that monthly it's a yearly and it's like the lowest tier is five bucks so i think in it's in beta right now so it's free i think eventually it will be you know give them five bucks toss them five bucks a year if you're using it for your stream yeah and if you stream heroes once in a while it's maybe not worth it but if you stream it regularly then you know you get some use out of it I yes think. dark sting he is the guinea pig that's exactly what i'm saying uh sorry having a kind of conversation with the chat there uh let's also talk about buzzkill diablo who what's this about we already oh, oh this is the whole with- thing that yeah we already talked about yeah. sorry it's a buzzkill that was a, that was a buzzkill it's kind of a bummer but it yeah. is what it is um outside of that not a lot going on this this week um i am super anxious to play tonight because i don't know i got the bug right now to play heroes and uh yeah i'm looking forward to it i think actually weirdly this is gonna make no sense to a lot of people but playing um blackout in that black ops game has made me weirdly hungry for heroes hungry hungry heroes <laughs> um and i don't know why it's not really even close to the same game it's probably just the competitiveness of it is like oh yeah you're also competitive over here so I'll play these more and you know i don't know it just made me think about it more often um i think that's a good connection whenever you play competitive games it sometimes takes you back to old favorites yeah i was just gonna say we should have a term now whenever we come up with a dumb idea like hungry hungry heroes that the incubator at blizzard <laughs> could come up we should go incubate it yeah you know like, like <laughs> <laughs> do it again do it again somebody call president president uh adham hungry hungry heroes get on it make the board incubate game it. incubate it oh yeah stamp on it i like it i really mm. like the idea of hungry hungry heroes and i'm trying to figure out what would be the four heroes around the board well stitches would... seems to make a lot of sense oh yeah yeah who else uh who's the hungry who outside of him who else is hungry in that game Butcher likes meat. Yeah, he'd be hungry. Yeah, you got to do butcher. Uh, someone butcher. else needs something from everybody all the time. I mean, Dahaka's got the tongue, but he feeds on essence. He's right. Dahaka's the correct pick. Oriel and the last Ariel. She could use it because <laughs> she's always hungry for that damn energy thing she needs to heal anybody. <laughs> Just trying to picture what it looks like on a hungry, hungry hippo board. <laughs> yeah, but she's like done. Zagara, but it's just a maw. Yeah, she's vagina maw thing she has. Oh, um, that's lovely. That's a disturbing. You press the button and her little <laughs> flap just opens and eats balls. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't she like it more, at all. She more regurgitates balls. Oh, jeez. <laughs> none, none of this is good. It's all bad. Uh, who's the other eater? Misha? No. Diablo. Cool. He needs souls right yeah maybe oh wouldn't it be chen wouldn't it be chen with the beer oh yeah chen eats oh, and drinks true. yeah, yeah chen would drinks. be a good choice sure i think and they could have the like unique four. powers 
Yeah, this is a brawl you're describing, basically, right? Hey, by the way, when's the last time we checked in on that? What's the brawls these days? I don't, I don't know. I think it's, it's like Punisher new. Arena right now. Yeah, oh, think, is it? That's not new. That's yeah. old. It's maybe. I haven't. I haven't. I'm. I haven't played Arena. I think in a year. I wish I cared or about half a year. I wish I cared about it. I just don't care about it. I'd rather just the play game a itself game. was fun, and uh, I don't know. It's... The game itself rocks. So these other things think, just seem like a waste of my time, and I, and maybe it's the rewards aren't high enough, or maybe I don't care about them. I don't know. I don't know. I think I think people there are there's an audience for brawls amongst the entire player base that we don't have to worry about it that we don't play them. Yeah, I don't That's think, it's, I think it's not for us, and if it ever is, then it's there for us. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's I can't poo poo it just because I'm not into it. I oh, think we some, should have said that to the guy who was worried about getting into who only plays AI. Yeah, you should freaking play brawls. They're yeah. point pointless. <laughs> They're point. You know, they don't matter. That was, you know, it's not competitive. The skill level matchmaking is whatever, and then I get you playing with other people. Yeah, I can't believe we all true. forgot that. Yeah, I think people that play AI though, even if they don't acknowledge it right away, always have their eye on breaking out and being competitive in a match with real people, and so mm. it feels like that's the. We were we were pointing him in that direction because that's the natural direction. But maybe you're right. Maybe brawls are a good answer to that. I don't know. But it'll just it'll get used to you playing with people and and seeing butt hats in the in the games with you and stuff. And oh, I love dealing with it. Hats, Whatever your anxiety is about it, you know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's okay. You broke up for a second. <laughs> yeah, I love when Bo catches up. It's so good. <laughs> Look at he does with his hair. When it happens, because he's hoping to get a high-speed uh, thing out of it. That's awesome. Um, all right. Uh, Sorry, guys. I don't no, know. No, no. Wednesday's in my internet connection. It's not good. Not healthy. It's weird that it happens on the show nights. My my problems I was having with games, I'm so happy I figured out what it was, but it's such a dumb thing that I'm embarrassed by it. It's like, this is one thing that always happens to everybody. You're uploading something too much or whatever. I didn't know it was happening. It was a machine that's not even connected to, or well, it's connected to the network, but I forgot about it. Mm. It does this nightly update right at... Uh, 10 o'clock my time I, that's way too early first of all to even do that and i have it at like take take all the bandwidth you want to do this upload and it takes like gigabytes and gigabytes of my daily work and puts it up on the cloud and backs it up for me <laughs> right Did while you we're playing make that decision at a point in life where you were like i'm gonna be more responsible <laughs> yes I'm be in bed by 10 yes <laughs> my thinking was oh i'll never play video games after 10 because i'm gonna be more responsible about my time <laughs> Nope. I have a brother-in-law who goes to bed without fail every day at 9 p.m. And if he's not in there before then, everyone get the hell out of his way because he's going to be pissed. He's he's like locked in. If I'm not in bed by 9, it's something's wrong. And I don't no, know how he does it. it. He's probably up early, though. Yeah, and he also has a very large, successful company. And Oh, jeez. Yeah, I think he's on to something is what I'm saying. Is that what the problem is? Is I went to bed at nine for a while because I had to be up for East Coast time for a job that I had. Yeah. And uh, I was not successful. (laughs) Well, well, the way I'm doing it wrong is I play late. Not that late. I'm not like a 3 a.m. guy anymore. I can't can't do that. But, you know, if I play till one, then I'll go to bed. And then I have to get up at like six because the dog's whining because she has to pee. And then I got to write a morning show. Like I still do the morning part. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm blowing it at night. And then yeah. I read in bed or I'll get my switch out and go, Here, what's this video game I'm playing in my hands? Like, it's just, know, it's got to stop. It's got to stop I've, somewhere. I've hit a, a level and I think it's just because of how chaotic my job is. But I've now hit that point where 
last night watching i mentioned in the pre-show halloween 3 as it was nearing the end it's i felt like i was dying i felt like i was sitting in bed going uh trying to keep my eyes open i'm just oh i finish movie why won't you end it was 11 o'clock at night <laughs> that's when i was at this stage because we're getting so old. we're all getting I'm starting old. to feel it yeah yeah that's normal getting there. your knee will hurt one day and you're like what's that about and then it'll just be and there it'll forever just be forever yep yeah. uh quick note if you are into dungeons and dragons as we uh, talked about a little bit earlier uh, speaking of D D beyond we play it every saturday uh, until blizzcon anyway and then we're all gone for blizzcon but uh anyway every saturday we play we have this really rad campaign going with some incredible characters if you haven't checked it out yet do yourselves a favor and do so uh, that's live every Saturday at 3 p.m. Uh, unless we change it. Last week we had to for issues, but uh, it's all good now. Um, but anyway, uh, that's going to happen this Saturday. If you want details on where, what, how, and why, and how to get old episodes, head on over to therewillbedungeons.com. That's therewillbedungeons.com. You will not be sad that you did all those things that I just suggested. So go do it. <laughs> Time for an email. We get emails from you. This one actually came as a comment on the site. I thought it would be interesting to use here. It's actually in reference to a show that's now a few episodes old, but Kronos uh, made a comment for episode 142, which we called Cheesy Irritating Damage Dumpster. Who was that? What was that about? You guys remember what that name was? Uh, Cheesy Irritating Damage Dumpster. Dumpster. Yeah. Do you remember? I described someone as a cheesy, irritating damage dumpster. Yeah. But I don't remember who. A character? <laughs> it would have been a character, not like a friend of ours. I feel like it was a female character, but I could be mistaken. It wasn't one of the Zords or something that we were making fun of that day? No, no, it wasn't the player. It was a character in the game, okay. but I don't remember who. Well, I was really hoping it was not about a, one of the Zords. Not those an guys. acronym for anything. No. Cheesy, uh, uh, irritating, damaged dumpster. C-I-D-D, Sid. I don't know. Don't you get a CIDD <laughs> when you get checked into the emergency room? Yeah, I guess you do. By the way, I've been yeah. playing, that's why I've been playing on and off anyway, but duos in that Black Ops thing uh, with with Civ, he's yeah. good at those games. Like, Civ, Yeah, he is. Straight up. Civ's good at games in general. He's one of those that picks it up and is just good. Yeah, it's just part of his DNA. <laughs> I get way further with him than I do either solo or with randos, but I got, I don't know, we did fourth or something's been the highest game I've done, and it was with, with Civ. So just so the world knows, when he's not hitting R by accident, he is rocking it in these shooter games, I can tell you that. That's why I liked playing mm-hmm. Heroes with him, because it was a game he wasn't great at. Yeah, it was one of- <laughs> He didn't just pick it up and was naturally good like he is in most games. He just he picked it up and was like, I don't know, Dragon Knight, I don't need this. Yeah, they got third on the server... Uh, for heroic old old deer clearing like two two nights ago. Wow. Oh, yeah. So they're That's just really good. They're. Just, I don't know how he has time. I don't know what he does during the day. I don't know how he does it because he's good, but he's also awful. Yeah. He he skirts that line. I guess it's like that. He doesn't listen to the show, so it's fine. I can talk bad about Siv. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he skirts that line of like savant. But if he's not hitting savant levels of good, awful. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you remember the days of raiding where Tet would say, okay, we're going to pull in three, two, Siv's dead. Yep. <laughs> and he yep. was just be dead before the fight even started. Yeah. He's funny that way. 
And then on the other hand, he's, you know, clearing entire raids in one night. It's nuts. Yeah, and he's super good. So And he's that, leading that team, and they're all following him. So what do we know? Maybe I should hit R when I'm in the dragon more. Maybe that's the lesson to learn here today. Secret. Anyway, this uh, email came to us from Coronos. Not email, sorry, this comment. He says, cool episode. My two cents are off topic, but it's there. Uh, is, is that off topic? Is that there is an old RTS called Rise of Nations. I know, I played it. Uh, similar to Age of Empires 2 that had multiple possible victory conditions like Vic. I think he means Civ. He put it backwards. Like civilization. <laughs> he That's put, great. He put V-I-C. I assume he means Civ. Anyway, some of them included controlling the biggest army, largest territory, most advanced tech, or largest number of cities. Uh, I love to sit down in my corner and let other players kill themselves for the whole match only to win with territory or tech victories. Um, yeah, Rise of Nations was really cool. A fun little side note, that was made by Big Huge Games, who would go on later um, after a really excellent sequel. It may have been a sequel, or was it a, it may have been an expansion. But anyway, that Rise of Nations game did really well. And it was kind of early in the uh, 3D time, so now it probably doesn't look as good, but at the time it was like, oh my gosh, everything's a polygon. It looks amazing in this. And um, you really could start Stone Age and get all the way to Space Age. So it was like yeah. the whole gamut and then some pretty silly stuff at the end. But at any rate, they went on to build that Kingdoms of Amalur game, except they made it a different game. It wasn't that wasn't called that, but that RPG was, uh, was theirs. The Reckoning. The Reckoning right. or whatever. Yeah. And so and they, got, they got purchased by 38 Studios. As that was getting finished, they rebranded it, put all their story stuff in it, and then pooped it out as their first game. And then, sadly, because of that acquisition, as soon as 38 Studios took a giant dive, those guys got cut off like a like a dirty thumb. And, and then really now, hasn't EA or somebody bought the rights to Amalur and all of that? Uh, it's the same group, THQ Nordic. So the guys that bought... That's who it was. Yeah, yeah. they bought a whole bunch of stuff on auction that were unrelated purchases from other stuff. And they have actually seemed so far, like, they're into re-releases... Enhanced editions, possible sequels, like, like all that kind of stuff, and that's exciting to me. So the po the potential of that becoming a game again would be really cool or a series because I think that game deserved a sequel. It was an amazing game. I loved it. Yeah, I hundred really percent of the achievements on that one. Did you really? I mean, yeah, in I some ways, in some ways, that game was kind of easy, but in a good way, yeah. like in a fun, like I'm conquering. It was everything. fun to play. Yeah. It was just fun. I did all the expansion content. I did everything in it. Yeah, it felt like an MMO, but not. Like but like yeah. Legend of Zelda kind of action adventure. Like it's just a nice mix of everything. They really nailed it. Yeah, I, agree. I, I would like to play another one of those. It was really cool. So that may happen. Who knows? But anyway, just a shout out to Big Huge Games for making a couple of rad games that uh, a lot of people played. And thank you, Kronos, for your email. Uh, that's gonna do it for the show. We, uh, if you'd like to send your own in core at heroesforyou.com, we're gonna play games after this. If you want to stick around and watch, that'd be great. Probably gonna see a little bit of Malform Danis and uh, other goodies. <laughs> uh, we we promise that we have to deliver on it. <laughs> that's right. Uh, should be great. Very much looking forward to it. If you like this show and buy gum, who doesn't? Maybe a few of you, I don't know. But if you don't like the show, well, then ignore everything I'm about to tell you. Because who am I to tell you what to do for a thing you don't like? But if you like it, patreon.com slash core shows where you can support us. And it really means a lot, you guys. I mean it. It makes a big, big difference for us uh, to crank these shows out and to be here and to be here for you in this uh, capacity. So if you're 
just got like a buck burning a hole in your wallet and you're like, we can throw that toward them. Head on over to patreon.com slash core show and huge, enormous thanks to everybody who already supports us. It means a lot. We are 100% fan uh, supported, by the way. We don't have ads. We don't have anything else. We just have you and we love it. Uh, heroes4you.com is our website. As always, you can find all the stuff you need there, including our email address, all our Twitter accounts, which I will now repeat for convenience. Heroes, or sorry, core heroes for the show, John underscore Jagger for John. You'll find me at Scott Johnson. And of course, Bo Schwartz can be found at Bo Schwartz, all one word. If you don't know how to spell Bo, then you have B-O. Anyway, hey, that's it. Thanks everybody for watching. We'll be back next time with a brand new show. Only one or two more of these before the thing no yeah i think it's one more at least is it one more or two at least one, one more. more i'm flying on the wednesday so oh, one more so am i okay one yeah. more so oh, that's next right week, uh, that's it prediction show yeah prediction show next week <laughs> or something uh, in the meantime take care have a great week we'll see you then This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. That's a good question. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.